Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. tempted on all points where every human being experiences temptation because we face temptation every day in this life he willingly endured temptation so that he could be our perfect sinless redeemer it just it's so striking you know if you take a minute and think about it the, the, you know the, the way I would word this is Jesus gets it whatever it is it that you go through. Jesus gets it. Do you face temptation? Sure you do. Everyone does. But in today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you that while Jesus was tempted, he never gave in. The opportunity was there, and he did not take it. You need to rely on the strength of the Lord when temptation comes your way. He's able to carry you through. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 4 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Experienced physical thirst until Jesus experienced physical thirst. He had never been tempted, can't be tempted, but he put himself in a position. He deliberately exposed himself to temptation because he loves you. You see what I mean? It's huge. Made himself vulnerable, the invulnerable one. Made himself vulnerable. He was tempted on all points where every human being experiences temptation because we face temptation every day in this life. He willingly endured temptation so that he could be our perfect, sinless redeemer. It just, it's so striking, you know, if you take a minute and think about it. The, the, you know, the, the way I would word this is Jesus gets it. Whatever it is that, that you go through, Jesus gets it. Now, <clears throat> you and I, because we're broken, we, we succumb to temptation. You know, it's like we give into it. From time to time, we're, we are enticed. We blow it. Jesus never did. He, didn't, he wasn't walking around with that broken, sinful nature, but he was tempted. And so he gets it. He gets it. By the way, if you've not yet made the decision to trust him, to give your heart and life to the Lord Jesus, I plan to give you the chance as, as soon as I finish this message today. But going back to Matthew chapter 4, we'll read a few more verses. Verse 2 says, Talking about Jesus, when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. Yeah, you think so? No food, no water. 40 days, 40 nights. 
He was starving. He was at the brink of death. His body would not have been able to continue. His physical body would have been incapable of continuing much longer. Verse 3, now when the tempter came to him, he said, if you're the son of God, command that these stones become bread. Now read between the lines here. The idea, it's not that he's questioning the identity of Jesus. He's just simply saying, you know, look at you, the son of God, and you're going to starve to death out here. And just turn a rock into nourishment for yourself. But Jesus answered, verse 4, and said, it is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, if you're the son of God, throw yourself down. Go ahead, Jesus. Show us your power. Jump. Because it is written, see now he's going to twist the scripture and he shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, It is written again, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory, and he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan. For it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Now, listen, so much has been written about this. So much has been taught based on this passage of Scripture. You know, that all kinds of stuff. The authority of the believer, the fact that, that, you know, Jesus didn't contradict the devil. The devil said, this is all mine, I'll give it to you. You know, just take this shortcut, and I'll give you all this earthly power. And Jesus didn't deny that it all belonged to the devil, that the devil had the right to, you know, there's so much we could talk about with this. Theologians point out Jesus was tempted in much the same manner as Adam and Eve back in the garden, that the pattern stays the same, you know, and we've talked about the fact that, that he, it's not that he, that, you know, the devil only has a, a few tactics that he uses. Number one on the list seems to be intimidation. He just tries to scare you to death. You know, he just, he can keep us intimidated and afraid and, you know, afraid you're not going to have enough to retire on, you know? Some of us older guys, it's like, they're, and they're on television constantly, you know, are, are you going to have enough money to retire on? And I just laugh and say, no, <laughs> no. What does that mean? Well, it means I got to do what the Bible says and work until I can't work anymore. That's all. I got to trust him to take care of me like I always have. Do what I know to do, but at the end of the day, trust God. But all these things that, you know, and, and they remind us of 1 John chapter 2, verse 15, do not love the world. You know, it's one of those straightforward things. It's not that complicated. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. From where I sit, to me, it looks like 95% of the Christian church in America loves the world more than they love Jesus. I'm just saying, I'm not, you know, like that's so judgmental. No, I'm just, I'm not sending anybody to hell. I'm just saying. 
it just kind of looks like priorities may be out of order in many of our lives. And we need to, we need to be aware. I've told you, you know, I, I had to wrestle with it a little while. I, you know, our toys, sometimes they own us. Our houses, our homes, sometimes they own us. These things are extremely important to recognize, to consider, to pray about. Others point out the, the Lord's very effective use of Scripture in defending himself against the tempter. And that's where I want to camp out for just a minute. I want to talk about that just for a few minutes. You know, Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones was the um, director of um, Westminster Abbey, Westminster Cathedral in, in London for many, many years, a couple of decades, I think, or, or longer. You know, and I'm pretty sure it was when I was a little boy, it was in that era. But just a gifted communicator. I, I've heard so many stories of, uh, about him that intrigue me. I, I remember reading one story that, that Dr. Lloyd-Jones would, he would often pause in the middle of a message and completely unlike our captivating orator, entertainer, preachers today, that he wouldn't continue and, until he felt like the Holy Spirit had given him the next statement or statements to make. He prepared a message. I mean, he, he wrote volumes. I'm, I'm reading one now that, you know, his sermons on the Sermons on the Mount, which we're getting ready to launch into, Matthew Five, six, and seven. But one of the things in the introduction to that book, he talks about the fact that there's a huge danger. And now this was back in the 60s. He's talking about the danger of approaching the scriptures mechanically. And I'd never heard it expressed quite that way. I, I you know, trying to articulate what, what he says there, I would say, you know, so many Christians, so many in our in our church, to not our church, but our church in the United States today approach the scriptures from a merely academic perspective. Dr. Lloyd-Jones says from, a, from a, a mechanical, they take a mechanical approach. been listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org to connect to our Sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more messages. We also know how essential prayer is during this time, and we want you to know we're already praying for you. Is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the Lord? Please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org. Would you do the same for us? Please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. 
Thank you for praying. And if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.